0: AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word
1: Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. We are in the San Antonio headquarters of Salem and it is my great honor my great privilege to once again be your host. My name is Marcus Burgos and I say this so so often every week it seems. I appreciate the men and women that travel across this country they preach the gospel and and they they share what God has put in their heart and they preach all over the world. But there's something special about the local pastor. Amen. There's something special about that man, that woman that is here and doesn't leave after they drop a great word, they don't jump on a plane and go somewhere else they they they're here to pick up to pick up the pieces, yes sir after the word has has broken us, after the word has really encouraged us, they're here to cry, they're here to to laugh with us, and uh they're here to prepare us this morning i've had this this word in my heart, I just want to share it, Joshua chapter one has really been dealing with me for the last couple of days and verse 11 says where where God tells where God challenges Joshua and he says go through the camp mm-hmm. and tell the people and Joshua now tells his people go through the camp and tell them to get ready because in 3 days in 3 days we're going to go get what God has promised us right. and so I think there's a time to be ready I think that we have not received for one main reason we are not ready for what God has for us. And my question would be, as you're listening to me via, via FaceTime or, or via uh, Facebook Live or in your car, are you ready? Can you say, I'm ready? I know you may be tired, but are you ready? You may be tired of going through the struggle, may be tired of going through the mess that you we have been living through. But the question is, are you ready to receive? And and now that we're we're in football season, yeah. right? We're yeah. we're in football season. Everybody can't wait for a for kickoff and for the for the game to start and the preacher better not preach too long because the game about to start. <laughs> we you know, you, you you think about it when the quarterback is about to throw the ball, uh the receiver, what does he do? He he usually if he's open, he's showing his palms. He's showing his hands. And God, quarterback. Yeah. I'm ready. Hit me. Yes,
2: yes. Bless me. Yes. Throw me. Yes.
1: Put me. And so, I want to I want to challenge you today, the listener, AM 630 the Word. Are you listening today? Are you ready? Are your hands up? Amen. Are your are your palms up? Are you ready to receive or are you are you just with your hands folded complaining about what you don't have? Stop complaining and let's get ready to receive what God has for you, for me, for this city, this great city today. And with that said, I want to welcome, and I am honored and I'm blessed to to be able to host today, Pastor Willie Collins. He is the Senior Pastor of Living Faith Fellowship, and uh, I'm, I'm so happy to be here with you, brother. God bless. Welcome to AM630 The Word, Church of the Week.
2: Hey, thank you, Pastor. I, I'm honored to be here today. I, I appreciate that, and I'm excited about what God is doing. I do have my hands up.
1: That's right. <laughs>
2: You got to be ready because
1: if you're not ready, what could, what would have been a blessing knocks you upside the head and, and and it's not a blessing no more. Come on, come on. (laughs) I don't know if you ever been hit with a basketball or hit with a football. Yes. Uh, It was meant, it was meant for, it was meant to be an assist. And now all of a sudden you're laying down on the court uh, because you were not ready. That's right. And so we want to, we want to be ready for whatever God has for us as, as men of God in this city, we have been charged. Yes. We have been charged to not only be ready, but to get these people ready. Absolutely. Which is what which is what Joshua chapter one verse eleven is talking about. Go through the camp and he says, Get ready, get your stuff in order. That's right. Because in, in three days we are about to get what belongs to us. That's right. And so one of the reasons I think we don't have what what belongs to us is not because God is not ready. Mm-hmm. It's because we may not be ready. We're still running around. We're still doing craziness. We still have our eyes focused on things that is not ours. But I want to talk about you, Pastor.
2: Amen.
1: I'm I'm here. I'm here talking about you and, uh, I want I want to know. I want to know a little bit about you. Are you are you originally from San Antonio? Are you a San Antonian? Where are you where are you from?
2: I'm not. I'm not originally from San Antonio. I'm originally from Sarasota, Florida. Born and raised. I left home when I was 17. I joined the military. I joined the Navy. I spent 24 great glorious years in the United States Navy. So um That's how I end up being here. I know the Lord brought me here, but the Lord used the military to get me here in San Antonio. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes. Time out.
1: 24 years? 24 years. In military. 24 years. So you joined the military when you were 10. (laughs)
2: 17.
1: (laughs) Brother, you you look like you're about 27.
2: Well, glory to God, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, I gr- I joined in, um, like I said, at 17 years old, and uh just believed that God was going to allow me to see the world, and uh, hey, it worked out.
1: Tell me, tell me for real, tell us, all the millions of people that are listening, how old are you for real?
2: No, really, I'm 45 years old, on September 10th, I will be 46, I was born September 10th, 1972.
1: Well, all right. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. And I didn't dye my beard, you know. People (laughs) often ask, man, are you dyeing your beard? No, no, I'm not dyeing my beard. (laughs) So that
1: Just For Men product never... never No, 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 (laughs) not at all. (laughs) Well, all right, then. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I am surprised. I I really thought you were younger. I've known you for a little while now, and I really thought... I said, who's the new kid when I met you over at the... At the TV station the other day, you know. And so I'm, I'm glad you got some age, you got yes, some sir. wisdom, yes, some maturity, and, yes, and some military will Amen. do that for you. Yes, sir. And, and so I thank God for that. So tell me, how, how was your experience? Were you born in, in a Christian home? Are you a PK? What is your upbringing as far as ministry? How was that? Where did God
2: find you? Well, <clears throat> I grew up, my mother uh, introduced me to the Lord when I was uh, about 12 years old. Maybe a little bit earlier, but, you know, I, I remember the transition at 12 years old. I was that kid that was kind of picked on. My head was bigger than my body, you know, little kids. You know, kids mm-hmm. and children are kind of cruel. But then during that time, I loved my mom. She always encouraged me. She told me who God was, let me, she sent me to church. You know how some, some, some parents, they'll take you. My mom, she took me some time. Sometimes she sent me, yeah. but at the end of the day, I was able to get that word because that foundation was laid for me. But no, I wasn't a PK. Um, my father was murdered when I was three. Wow. So I beat all the odds. Yes. I was supposed to be in a statistic. Mm-hmm. And um, I thank God I had some, some troubles. I, I say, not necessarily with the law or anything like that, but I just had some issues growing up trying to find out who I was because I didn't have my, my father there right. to identify, but I always had my heavenly father. So my mom introduced me to my real father. Mm-hmm. Although my natural father was gone, my mom introduced me to my real father, and that's how I come become to know the Lord. So what what role, if any, did uh, clergy
1: or did the, the local pastor – the local ministry your mom sent you or right. and or
2: took you. Right. How 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 was that relationship with church and you? It's funny that you say that. I think about Mr. John Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. John Davis, he was one of those guys. He came and picked us up sometimes when our parents couldn't bring us or send us. And um he took us on on trips. We went to I remember going to Atlanta and he took the time out with us as youth pouring into us, showing them that it was okay to live safe, even as a young man or a young woman, you know, for the ladies that was with us. And he poured into us, he mentored us and all those different things and helped us to to eventually grow up to be the man of God that I am. And then, of course, some of the friends that I knew that was a part of that group, they too are living for the Lord, even at this day. What was his name? John Davis.
1: You didn't say Pastor John Davis. Well, he was
2: pastor. He was a pastor. He was a pastor. He was a pastor. Uh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Pastor John Davis. He was the
1: the pastor of the church he that you the went pastor to. He was
2: Of one of the one of the ministries that I was a part of. Yeah. Because I don't believe it or not, I don't even remember the name of the church that I was grew up in. Yeah. But I do remember him taking that extra time to to mentor us. To isn't God that us. Isn't
1: that interesting? Mm-hmm. That you don't remember the name of the organization, mm-hmm. but what? marked your life was the relationship yes that's that's what marked your life so much that even i don't know what the name of the place was but right. this man yes you know and i even find it interesting and i asked you about it you didn't right. call him pastor but you knew him yes he was he was pivotal he 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 invested in you it wasn't about his title even right it was about his relationship Absolutely. with you the fact that he loved he cared to go and do some things that uh that he really could he could have delegated somebody else to do right it. Well, and he that's, held that's... us
2: accountable, too. He he held us accountable. He made us follow up with him about certain things that we were doing in, in, in school or community. Yeah. And he made sure that that we reported back to him. So even to this day, I, I did speak with him a couple of years ago. I let him know that I was a pastor. And he was like, you can kind of see him smiling over the yeah. phone. He was very proud. But he was like, man, thank you for letting me know how things worked out for you. So, yes, that relationship.
1: The Bible says we have so many teachers, hmm. Right and and not too many fathers. That's right. And so that that is a great example of of a father mm-hmm. that came out of a of a church. That's right. You know to to be that not just to teach you what you should not do or should not be right. but to show you who you could be. Mm-hmm. I I think I think that's awesome. Um and so that's that's where you had your 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 conversion experience. Yes. And mm-hmm. then and then from there shortly after you got into the military. Right. And and then the military brought you to San Antonio?
2: It did. And if I could go back just a little bit about the foundation, Mm -hmm. um, I know I touched a little bit about my father. Now, (laughs) I know a lot of the listeners may be able to relate to this. Um, As I said, my father was murdered when I was three. Right. And the generational curse on my family at that particular time, because my wife and I, we canceled those generational curses. Mm -hmm. But the generational curse was um, fornication, adultery, different things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So as I was growing up as a kid, not having that guidance, I was out there. You know, I didn't do the drugs. I didn't drink and different things like that. But I did sleep around, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So but what it was is it's funny because even when I was out there, Mm -hmm. I always would ask the Lord to forgive me. Right. Be like, Lord, forgive me. Because, again, that foundation was laid because I knew better. Yeah. I knew better. I knew that that wasn't the best that God had in in place for my life. So therefore, that laid the the foundation. I was like, okay, my father was murdered. I should be a statistic. I'm not. And God, you've been protecting me even in my nonsense. Your grace, your mercy. And then when I got into the military, I still was like that oddball kid. I never could get with the rest of the group, even when those guys were going out to the clubs, hanging out, going doing different things. Now some of the things I would do, not to say that I was like this perfect kid, but this, but in my heart i believe that the lord was leading me not mm-hmm. to follow that wrong path because he already knew that i'd be here sitting in front of you today
1: so what you're telling me pastor pastor collins is that uh when the bible says train up a child come on come on now it, it actually works it, that, that's right that's right it, that's right. it actually means something.
2: that's right that's exactly what it does
1: and so even if the child takes the long way around uh, there's, there's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna work. It's gonna come because another, another verse says that the word of God, it, it, it goes out and it does what it's supposed to do. It does That's not right. come back void. That's right. You know? And so we believe it. And so maybe, maybe right now you can talk to, to a mom, to a dad that is struggling a little bit with uh with a child, with That's a teenager right. going back to school and they're already, you know, they already seem like they lost their mind and, and mom and dad don't know what to do. Right. Why don't, you, why don't you encourage us about that?
2: Well, I'll tell you, um, if you're, you're a mother or father out there, you know, you might say, you know, um, there's a mom out there. I don't have a man in the home. Um, let me tell you, first of all, you don't need not to say that you shouldn't have a man. Now, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying that a man is not important because that man has a plays a pivotal role, as I shared with you about Pastor John Davis played in my life when I was growing up. But I need to encourage you, ladies and, and brothers. Train that child, just like you said. The Word of God says, "Train a child up how he should go, and when he's old, he shall not depart from the faith." Put the seed in that person. Put that seed in your child. Encourage them. Don't try to be your child's friend. Just be the, the parent that God has told you to be. We have, we are supposed to raise our children up in the fear of the Lord, especially us as fathers. The Bible tells us that provoke not your children to wrath. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we'll quote that scripture, but we don't really understand what that's all about. We need to understand, fathers, we got to speak life over our children. And ladies, if you're out there doing it without a man in your life that's okay my mom was there i had a stepfather but my mom was the pivotal role do what god has called you to do and watch the manifestation of the lord in your children's lives amen amen i think somebody
1: needed to hear that especially now that school has just started mm-hmm. and and we fear right i don't know how old your children are but my my you know i have two in college and one in high school
2: i got two i uh, 16 14 and seven Wow. So, so you 200. got a wide
1: range. You're still in it. You're still in it for a minute. Yes, you still got some yes, time to do Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> and, so, and so
1: sometimes we feel we drop these kids off. We take mm-hmm. pictures. We look, hey, first day of school, you know, and we're still in that, in, in that love affair with the first day of school. That's right. But, but then we start kind of, man, what are, the, what are they teaching and who they're hanging out with? What's right. going on? And this is where we need to trust God's word in them. Right. We planted that seed. The problem is, is we live with these children. Oh, man. You know, and every oh, day man. in and out. It's like you plant a seed in the garden and every day you're looking at the ground. Right. It's hard to see mm. the, the progress. Right. But if you just wait on the Lord. That's right. If you, if you just have a little bit of patience, if you just, you know, and, and, it's, and it's right there. Uh, Joshua 1.11, again, That's he right. said, you know what? In three days, he didn't say immediately. Come on. He said in three, there's going to be some time that you're going to have to mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there's some be- there's some going to be some patience that is going to be tried. But James told us, you know, thank God for, for the trials and the tribulations because they're going to produce patience. They're going to produce some good things in you. So not only are we to, to train up our children and minister to them, right. but our children are training us. That's right. You know, I see it like that. Right. I'm learning from my boys. I have they're they're both in college and I'm learning from them now. Right. You know, and so I, I thank God for that. And so but but I, I want to get back to you. OK, uh, you're you're as a church now. You are the you are the pastor of uh, Living Faith Fellowship
2: Church. Yes. Where are you guys located? We're located on Wallsman Road, um, 5476 Wallsman Road. Uh, we're on the same side as Roosevelt High School in the shopping plaza, right next to the USA Beauty Supply and in between the USA Beauty Supply and the Habitats for Humanities.
1: So right there, that's a beautiful landmark because you hit the women and you hit the men. That's right. You know, you got every, <laughs> the men don't know <laughs> that's right. that's about right. the beauty salon, that's but they right. know about the Habitat yes, for sir. Humanity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you're right there on the same side as Roosevelt High School yes. on Walsham Road. Fifty four seventy six. Mm-hmm. What time does service start on Sunday?
2: Sundays at 10 a.m. We have Sunday service every Sunday at 10 a.m. And then also every second and fourth Tuesday at 7 p.m. We have our Bible studies. Okay. So we have it every other week because one of the things I want to make sure that we're encouraging the people. Sometimes I think we utilize the church as kind of in no offense to anyone out there, but we use use the church as like a making the pastor the spiritual crack dealer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> come on man. so what we try to do is encourage the people when you're not here take that time to spend that time with your family we right. still have Bible studies. we come back we fellowship we encourage one another and even with our Bible studies our Bible studies I don't stand up and just um, preach I we, we do our interactive Bible study, so okay. our, we need to know what's going on with our people. We need to know if they're rightly understanding what the Word of God is saying. And we want to hear what, you know, the Bible says, L- know those who labor among you. So I need to know the leaders that are growing up in our ministry, the children, how they're understanding the Word as f- as everyone that we're a part of in different things. So life. it's
1: not just sit down and listen to what I need to say. No, not at all. And and even when there's not a meeting, you know what, you you're still you're still respons- responsible for, for getting the word in That's you and getting the word right. to your family. That's right. That's Excellent. Right. Excellent. I like that. I like that. So tell me, what is it, what is it like? Uh, what should we expect when we show up 10 a.m. Oh, at, at Living Faith Fellowship Church? Uh, what, what what What
2: is that experience like? Take me through it. All right. So from the time that you step on the grounds, you should feel the presence of mm-hmm. God. We, we've consecrated. We prayed. We we want people to experience the presence of God when they drive in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So when they come to the door, we got, you know, we got a little old school. I don't know if you remember back in the day, they used to have the speaker outside playing when, yeah. you know, we have it just like that, <laughs> you know, right outside the door, <laughs> right. because we understand that some people won't won't come inside the doors, the uh-huh. quote unquote four walls of the church, yeah. but they're hearing the word of the praise and worship when they come in because the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise. So when they come in, they'll have someone that's going to greet them at the door, is going to love on them. And then when they'll have an opportunity to sit wherever they want to sit. There's no no clickish seats. You, well, you're VIP. You only sit up front. No. Everyone has an opportunity to sit wherever they want to sit in, in there. And they're going to have people loving on them. Genuine love. Living Faith Fellowship Church, we We are a body of believers. We welcome in all people. We love God. So when they come in there, they're going to hear a sound word. They're not going to hear something that's just going to tickle their fancy. They're (laughs) going to be able to utilize the word of God that's going to help them change their lives for the glory of God. All right.
1: Well, let me ask you this because this is a lot. I get, I get this a lot. People tell me I don't go to church because I don't have any clothes. I don't have church oh, yes, clothes. Yes. I, I, I grew out of my three-piece suit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I didn't, I not get my hair did. Right. Uh, how, how, can we, can we show up in, oh, in jeans? Man,
2: you, sh- man, there's sometimes you may see me with a jersey on some jeans and some, some Jordans or some wow, Air Force Bowl. The ones. pastor? Yes. I, man, I've, I, you know, I know, the people on, on Facebook live can see me, but this, I preach like this with my hat and my glasses and my tennis shoes on. Because, again, the Bible says God is looking at the heart of the man. So we encourage the people, don't, you know— don't look at the people for what they, what they have on. Mm-hmm. And don't give favoritism to that person with that three-piece suit mm-hmm. on and push the person to the side that may have his pants sagging. You got to think about it. The Bible says if, if God be lifted up, he'll do the drawing. That's so if right. he's drawn that person in with the pants sagging or if the girl with her dress all up high or if that brother with the three-piece suit on or the older lady that got the church hat on, whatever the case may be, they can come. Come as you are and allow the word of God to develop you to train you, to allow you to be who God has called you to be. I don't know where we learned
1: uh, the, the, the bad habit, I believe, mm-hmm. of, of disqualifying people. Right. You know, we disqualify people from church right. even, from the love of God. Right. And, and, and if anything is, is, uh, is unlimited, it is the love of God. That's right. You know, because maybe not everybody could be able to preach like you. You know, maybe maybe there'll be very few people will be in front of a microphone on Sunday. Right. But man, all of us, all of us can receive the love of God. That's right. And we should receive it through ministers and ministries and people and churchgoers, you know. And so I asked that question for to give every pastor the opportunity to answer because there should not be any limit to to how you come to church. That's right. And once you're there, you know. Come as you are. I say this. Come right. as you are. Just don't stay as you are. Right. You know. But 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 I, I want to love you into the kingdom. That's right. You know. And so and so uh, we we have to. I think as a church as a, as a whole have to get out of the the business of trying to qualify who can right. and who can't because it's God is that that does the calling. That's right. And and we we we'll, we'll, we'll play a role in the discipleship making and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We have a part to play. But last I checked, none of us. None of us hung on that cross, and so you know we can't disqualify. But tell me, you got some things going on at church. Talk to me about what is going on. You have some events.
2: Talk to me about that. All right. First of all, um, this year, September fifteenth is our our five year anniversary, our church anniversary. We we birthed um, back in September September fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. It was when we first got started, and. Man, we want to celebrate this year. We st- we're we going to have a three-day celebration starting out on September 14th at 5476 Walls and Road. We have our very own uh, anointed woman of God. I partnered with her. Um, this is my godmother, Cynthia, Cynthia Eva- Evangelist Cynthia Cook. She's uh, the CEO of Sabbatical Ministry in Fitzgerald, Georgia. So she's going to open up at 7, 7 p.m. on the 14th. And then on the 15th, um, 15th that morning, Pastor A.T., or Jesus Lives in My City, um, he is going to um, come with us and fellowship with us, and we're going to do something for the youth. We're also going to have a, the youth concert, as well as we're going to be giving them education about choice schools, about uh, college opportunities, and we're going to be having some giveaways, food, and fun. And then the great, another great thing that evening at the airport, the Airport Hilton, right here off of uh, 410, the Airport Hilton. We're going to have a celebration. We're having a Christian comedian, Christian comedian, his name is Stefan, and he's coming out of Chicago, Illinois. Funny, anointed man of God, and we're going to, that night. We're going to have our dinner, so f- we're going to have a dinner as well as the comedy that night. So that's going to be an awesome time, as well as the celebration, the culmination of not only five years of ministry, but 20 years of marriage. My wife and I have been married for 20 years. I know you're like, man, 24 military. Now you're talking about 20 years of marriage. You
1: got married when you were seven.
2: (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) So, you know, we're excited about that. And then we're going to close out that Sunday morning on the 16th of September at 5476 Walsham Road. Again, our very own Bishop E. James Logan, the CEO, the pastor, the bishop of Christian Faith Fellowship Church, Zion, Illinois. And he's going to be there to close us out. Wow. Uh, you, got, you have a lot going on.
1: This yes. is a major celebration. Yes. A lot of times we get together. Uh, families get together to, to bury someone. We get together for bad news, for sad things. But it's a time. This is a time of celebration. Yes. Uh the fall to me speaks of harvest, yes. harvest season and so September is right there yes. uh, knocking at the door. And every every church event needs to be a harvest type of event. Absolutely. And so if you are anywhere in the area, you know what? Scratch that. San Antonio has highways. Come on, come on, come if on. If you're in the east side, if you're in the west side, if you're in the south side, you're in the north side. Jump on a highway. That's right. Uh 410. And, right. and get off on Walsum. That's right. And I would love to invite you to come on out Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. That's correct. To, to, uh, to 5476 Walsum. Walsum and then on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of September, That's right. we're going to have this great celebration with Pastor Willie Collins. 20 years of marriage. How many yes. years of, of church? Five. Five years of the church anniversary. So it's just lining up perfectly God, uh, the way God has put things together. Uh, we're going to have this great event, and you can find out more information on LFFCSA.org. That's right. That's your website. So thank you, San Antonio for listening to Church of the Week program. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Willie Collins, for being part of the show today.
2: Thank you. God bless.
1: God bless you, San Antonio. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today
0: as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.